So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta podcast. The Active Atlanta podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. What is up, Atlanta, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta Podcast. I'm your host, Doc Jake Swart, and today, y'all, we have an incredibly fun guest. She is, uh, man, She so she left her corporate job to essentially create a, a string of businesses that just fit her lifestyle, and she's doing absolutely incredible work for the entire Atlanta community. She is the host of the Late Learner Podcast. She is the founder of the Atlanta Wellness Retreat, and she is on a mission to just create change uh, in a positive way. Um, and Atlanta and beyond. So uh, without further ado, Allison, welcome to the podcast. Yay. I love being here. Thank you for the intro. That's so nice. Yeah, of course. It's always so fun to like, uh, uh, you know, before all the podcasts, like I'm not sure, I'm sure you do something along the same lines with yours, but um, ours is mine's a little bit more free flowing. I like the conversation to be a little bit more Q&A, but my favorite parts of the podcast are the conversations that happen beforehand and just like really getting a, a fun chance to learn or a, a not a fun chance. Yeah, I guess it's fun, but a uh, stress-free, like you hit that record button, there always seems to be a little bit more like on the line. So it's always fun to like have those uh, initial conversations and then figuring out where, how we're going to introduce you. And it's always, and like our, our guests are always incredibly talented and it's tough to find out like where to start and how to do their intros justice. So you did uh, great. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah. Appreciate it. So uh, give our audience a little bit of a background in terms of like who you are, you know, like I think um, it's really interesting Uh like corporate America, we see this happen quite a bit, but uh, I think your story is super unique in terms of um, how you landed where you're at now. So can you kind of give us a background of like how that happened? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, so uh, if I go all the way back, uh, I have a degree in broadcasting, but uh, hmm. I realized that um, I really like making money and I went into sales instead and um, have yeah. been in sales for over 20 years, almost 23 years. Um, and and recently had worked um, for big technology companies in technology sales, professional sales. And uh, and as the years had gone by, this little broadcasting bug and this public speaking bug has always been gnawing in the background. And four years ago, I started this podcast where I did, like you said, I did want to inspire change and had been experiencing a lot of unique perspectives that I thought, my goodness, if people knew about this, they would totally think and act differently. And yeah. the podcast has evolved over um, over some time to, you know, really look at it. It's like from wonder to wisdom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's almost like a self-discovery journey, which uh, yeah. has been an interesting evolution. But as um, as things have unfolded, I always knew that the corporate life didn't Feel like it quite fit. I could I could play, and some of your listeners may relate to this. That I I felt like I had one foot in 
more of an unconventional space and one foot in the corporate world. And I can play in both sandboxes and do just fine. And so my hope was, you know, let me just play in this corporate conventional sandbox, do well, make the money, you know, have my family um, and my kids and all of that. And then build up something on the side, you know, take one step off of that platform onto this other one. But, you know, as any entrepreneur knows, and you probably know this too, it's never a straight line. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) they're always, you know, they're always uh, squiggly lines that um, are very unpredictable. And so um, I made a decision with my husband last year that it was time, it was time to leave. And I think it got to the point where even, mentally emotionally it was it was so taxing where i just couldn't fake it anymore mm-hmm. i hope i hoped i would never get to that point but i did yeah and uh and so we decided um it's time to leave and it, and i'm gonna bet on myself and i'm gonna figure out this podcast thing or you know take the time to really go introspective and figure out what's next and and create a new path so yeah. that's where we are that's awesome. That's here we are. That's yeah. it, right? And then here we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, I think that's like nine months later. Yeah, yeah. I think that's super interesting. And like, uh, you know, the whole idea of like, um, highly, highly motivated and um, successful people have the ability to do what you're kind of talking about. Where it's like, man, I'm just gonna play in both sandboxes. I'm figured out. Like, I can be pulled from both ends. Uh, and what. And what I've noticed when, because uh, we at Athletes Potential, we get the opportunity to talk with a ton of like really awesome, um, we call them our executive athletes, just like really successful, career oriented mm-hmm. um, and entrepreneurs. Um, but eventually that's going to take its toll to where like you're going to feel like you're going to play in both sandboxes, but it's almost like you're, you have a foot in each sandbox, but those sandboxes are being pulled apart, right? Like, and mm-hmm. you're, and you're, uh, and you're kind of, be, and you're, you're just getting pulled in two directions. And eventually those sandboxes reach far enough where like you have to take a step out of one. Right. And um it feels like you reached that point. I'm glad you're able to reach that point before uh it reached you, <laughs> if that kind of makes yeah. sense. Right. Yeah. Like, um, so then when you left uh so then once you left a corporate position, I think what's really cool about your story too is that like it wasn't like you're like, cool, I've got this side hustle that I'm just going to that's like grown and and like a, it's the whole like the dream of it, I guess, right? Like I've got this side hustle that's replaced my income from mm-hmm. my main thing. Maybe has, I don't know, but like um I'm just going to go and do this. It's a really safe jump off point versus like, nope, I'm burning the ships. Like I'm done with this. Like I can always go back, I guess, if I need to. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to give my full attention to uh, what what feels my passion. Uh, so w- what gave you the confidence to want to even like be able to make that jump without a clear direction? Uh, I think it was the hardest part. And, you know, yeah. uh, what I left out of it and uh, is that this whole idea of leaving while I knew it, I wanted it to happen, the confidence actually came from a tarot reading. And I'm serious. <laughs> a little white lotus-esque over here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a tarot reading where they're like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And so I, I played the last five minutes of this tarot reading that I did literally a year ago uh, in January that said, you know, it's time. And so I waited mm-hmm. until April till I had some stocks vested. Um, and, you know, I played the last five minutes of it saying, you're going to be fine. You actually are going to be better, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you, it's hard to think like you're paralyzed when you're in the spot where you're so, um, it feels so restrictive and constrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think I explained to you 
Jacob, before we started recording, but it felt like um, when I was at work towards the end, it felt very restrictive. It really was like the Sunday scaries and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mondays you had to like, all right, I'm ready. You're almost like you're armoring up, like, let's do this. And it it wasn't that hard before, you know, it just got Mm -hmm. progressively harder. But when I would do the podcast, like the podcast felt expansive, you know, I became a pandemic born dance instructor. I never yeah. danced before either. So I have this kind of adventurous. Oh, that was a new thing. Try new things. Huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have 45 years old, you know, yeah. like I'd never danced before and just stumbled on this class and felt like I was struck by lightning. And I was like, I feel so much joy and, and didn't have that experience at work where it was like this joyful, expansive and then at work was completely constrictive where it felt like this is not me, you know? Yeah. And so the other one was like, it, w- it was so bright and shiny, you know, yeah. it was like, <laughs> go to the light. <laughs> and, yeah. and that was, you know, like, I don't know if it was confidence or um, ignorance, but it it was time. It was time. Yeah. And it's time so to like, burn the boats. <laughs> and then what was the, what was the uh, strong interest in like, so you've got the background in the pot and uh, broadcasting, yeah. right? You got you have your degree in broadcasting, yeah, uh, which is a super fun and cool degree, by the way. Yeah, uh, thanks. And then, what made you want to do a podcast called the Late Learner Podcast? And what does that name even kind of come from? And then, like creating the wellness retreat, and like you, you know, you uh, picked up dance at four. At, uh, you said forty five or mid forties. Yeah, yeah. uh, so, like, yeah. what's kind of the itch for all of that? Like, what makes that part of your entrepreneurial story? It's so funny because when I uh, when I left the corporate job, and this was very hard for me, and if you know me, I'm an incredibly type A personality, mm-hmm. very productivity driven. There's a lot of unprogramming that happens as you leave your corporate job when you consider your identity and what that means. And so yeah. my identity has always been very proud to be somebody that is a hard worker, a big earner, somebody that is powerful, capable, has a voice, all of those things. And all of that is I'm walking away from mm-hmm. and uh, and redefining what that looks like. And so when I left, I, um, I decided I was not going to make any decisions about the career because I had to go inward. And this was very difficult for me because I'm like, I've got to figure out, figure out. And so the guidance, you know, from, you know, the people in my corner are like, just take a moment, just take a moment and, and let yourself breathe. And so Mm -hmm. what I had done is I started doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So I did two 12 hour walks with no technology. Um, I did a solo overnight hike. Um, and, and just, uh, I did, psychedelic assisted therapy, which I never even considered or done before. How was that experience? Oh, it was amazing. It really was. I've done it twice. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and it was, you know, it's one of those things where um, it does. And, and just to preface this, like, I don't even really drink, like I didn't even do that stuff with lava lamps in college, you know? So it's not (laughs) like I just wanted to get blasted out of my brain. This really was like (laughs) a therapeutic avenue yeah. for me and, oh my gosh yeah i've got a yeah, patient just, that like will literally take so he's um he was actually hit by a car in like high school and became wheelchair bound but uh um he takes people uh like to these like ayahuasca therapeutic yeah uh, retreats almost i guess you can call it and uh really helps people with like he takes like veterans down there to help them with like uh getting over ptsd he yeah he credited he credits these um this like um that's this therapeutic strategy as a way for him to like that. He got over his depression because he was suicidal. Yeah. Like, all uh, the, like 
it's very, 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 uh, it's very interesting. A lot of the research is super promising with like the psychedelic and hallucinogenic uh, therapy and treatments there. So yeah, it is. that's there's, amazing. There's a lot of scientific there. data, especially when it comes to like helping with ADHD or even curing hmm. OCD and people that have like uh, fear of flying and those kind of things that it, it will like in a, in a session can like accelerate 10 years of therapy in one session. I'm not saying advocating for that. I'm not a doctor, you know, Uh, feel free to reach out to me if you want, you know, some more, uh, some more information. I'm happy to, to give it to you, but, um, but it, it, it just has been an incredible journey. I've gone to shamans and all kinds of stuff and all of these retreats. And so as I've started to do these more unconventional things and actually had the time and space to do them like 12 hour walks and that kind of thing. (laughs) You know, like when I say 12 hour walk, you know, you probably think, Oh, I don't have time for that. My, you know, I need to get ready. I need to, you know, like your brain are all of a sudden thinks of all the things of why you couldn't do that. But what if you could like, what, what, you know, especially with no technology, what kind of connection could you have again with nature, with your feet, with your body, with mm-hmm. being able to be by yourself without having any music, podcast, audible, any of those things, just you and your thoughts and maybe a journal? Mm-hmm. What could you do with it? And, you know, what could you achieve as, as, you know, giving yourself permission to have those 12 hours to yourself? Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting perspective. So as I've tried all these different things, I realized that some of it was actually working and working in a really profound way. And so Atlanta wellness retreats, even like going to Asheville and doing, you know, I love the idea of unplanned plans of just walking out your door and letting it take you wherever and see what kind of magic you can stumble upon. And I've, you know, like we've, I've done that where, where you just kind of walk out and then all of a sudden you, you know, stumble into a a tea place, you know, or this little (laughs) Uh, like massage social gathering, you know, not yeah. massage, like happy ending, but yeah. like, you know, like those quick massages that are more of like a social wellness kind of thing. And you yeah. just, it just sparks so many ideas when you do something new, when you do something that's unplanned. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, what if I could take people on these experiences to help them truly reconnect with themselves? And what I found is that when people go on a retreat, if it's in Tulum, if it's in Sedona, if it's in Iceland, whatever, or even just a fantastic vacation, you have these amazing experiences, you get the pictures, you yeah. know, maybe you have a little bit of relaxation and you come crashing back into life where you're like, Shh, what happened? You know, <laughs> like, did I just have a vacation? I'm already back and wound up. And yeah. so my hope and goal is like, what if I can give you some practical tools and some ability to like find some calm in the chaos and be, you know, be able to recenter yourself and reconnect and reground yourself without having to go spend all the money and be able to take that week off or five days off or three days off and have this, you know, very expensive vacation where, where it almost is a net zero benefit when you come back and, and you're still wound just as tight. Yeah, that's awesome. It's almost like, uh, I mean, like if you have to use a vacation and look, there's, there's, uh, places for everything, but if like you're consistently using a vacation to escape your life instead of just add value to your life, then like, mm. uh, that's probably not, a, that's, that's probably a time that you need to like reevaluate where you're kind of at and maybe use resources like what you're providing with the late learner podcast or the Atlanta wellness retreats. 
and and ways that you can like make your lifestyle fit like who you want to be as a human so that your value so that again your vacations can add value to what you're doing versus just distracting you from what you're doing um, yeah that's true i yeah. never even thought about that that's a good point totally um so then with the late learner podcast yeah uh what do you um if you guys haven't listened to late learner podcast though we'll, we'll link this in the we'll link it in the show notes for sure you guys need to check it out it's amazing um what's kind of like the general theme though for your for the late learner podcast for the like uh, if you're going to tell somebody like oh, i do a podcast on x right like yeah. what would it be well predominantly i serve uh burnt out professional women generally yeah. speaking um but the late learner podcast was you know kind of addressing those people that feel like i almost thought it was too late yeah but i thought no there's something else there is mm. possibility and so you know i've always been a late bloomer in my entire life you know had babies like i'm married like got everything you know like yeah career i'm starting over it you know in my <laughs> mid 40s yeah uh you know it, i've always been kind of a late bloomer but i think that uh curious mind and that possibility mindset of just what is possible if I take a new direction? And so really it's like the message is try something new and yeah. see what possibilities open up. And then, you know, you're also kind of rewiring your brain uh, totally. to try new things and really kind of um, it, break out of the routine yep. and see what is possible. And so, you know, what I have heard and a lot of people that listen to my podcast are um, very often women, um, that have climbed the corporate ladder. They've done everything that they thought they should do, everything that society told them to do as well. They've got the office, they've got, you know, the the corporate job, the the cushy, you know, bank account or income, mm -hmm. have the kids, they have comforts, but they get there and they're like, wait a minute, I don't really, why am I not fulfilled? Yeah. You know, like, and, and I'm a lawyer. What am I going to do? Go quit my job and, right. you know, become a dance instructor, <laughs> you know, like what, what am I going to do? And yeah. so I think there is almost like a stuckness of feeling like I've done, I've done things that in my younger life felt like they were the right thing. And I do feel like there is some allegiance and some joy there, but I feel like I've put the rest of my fulfillment on hold because I didn't know how to fit it into this very busy lifestyle. So yeah. these are people that are accomplished. They are, you know, people that have done, you know, type A and done amazing things and are trying to figure out if I'm here, how do I move again? Yeah. And so that movement is like the wellness part, whether it is actual movement. Like for me, the dance has been an awakening, you know, like I've I've worked out for many, many years. It's like I never need to be motivated to be work <laughs> out, but the dance, yeah. You know, I never had danced before. I'm not very coordinated. I'm still not that good. Yeah. But I love it in the pure joy of just moving my arms and, you know, like taking up more space yeah. is uh, is life-giving cool. to me. And that is what I hope to offer to other people that, you know, just by a different movement that possibilities are open for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's so interesting too, because like, there's this, there's this stigma, or I guess stigma was, I don't know. Essentially, the world thinks like once you hit your forties, like man, done, <laughs> can't learn like anything else, can't have babies, can't do all these things, right? And like, um, I'm seeing it more and more. Where like, uh, you know, I've had a guest on this podcast where she was talking about how she's had two babies after the age of forty after being told she mm. would never be able to have, start a family, mm -hmm. right? And like, mm, um, beautiful. Oh man, it's great, right? And like, uh, um, people switching careers or people like 
reevaluating what adds value in their life. And it's kind of crazy, right? Because like you think about it, you said, uh, you said something that's that really strikes a chord with a lot of people, I think, where it's like, you know, your younger self made what you thought were the right decisions. And it's always interesting how uh, you let your adult life be dictated by decision by like your 20 year old self almost, <laughs> you know, like, uh, and the decisions that your 20 year old self was making or your 30 year old self was making and uh, just letting those kind of compound versus being able to take a step back and be like, okay, what direction do I want to go? And can I go that direction? And are there people out there that are doing it? And the answer would be, yeah, just listen to the late learner podcast. It's happening all the yeah. time. So <laughs> well, it doesn't even mean that you have to quit your job. I think it is right, just, yeah. <laughs> ex- I think it's opening a space for more possibility of what does joy look like? What do you want to do? And that yeah. was a question that I've, you know, oh, asked myself, like I, what I should do. And I remember, uh, do you want to hear how I found the dance thing? Cause it was actually very pivotal. It might be I really perfect for this it. conversation. Yeah. So I, really I used to it. go, yeah, I used to go to this trainer, um, um, I used to go from five in the morning till five 30 and that was all I had, you know, everything after that, um, five 30 on was devoted to my kids, my family, my work, whatever. And so every moment was planned until, uh, till I went to sleep. So I had this little window of time with the trainer. And mm-hmm. at the end of the year, my trainer went on a cruise. And so I had a little bit of flexibility because it was the end of the year. So work wasn't as um, crazy and demanding. And so I remember looking at like, you know, I would look at class pass or mind body or whatever, and look what gyms are around. And I was like, all right, what, what should I do? And then I was like, wait a minute, what do I want to do? Yeah. Because I was thinking about strength training or, you know, yep. going to something, you know, like just continuing yeah. of where do I need to go? And I was like, I want to go dance. And so I went to dance 101 and they said, um, they said something like, uh, it was called rebel groove mm-hmm. and I had no idea what it was. And it's, they're like, it's a follow along format and you'll probably start to pick up the moves after the third time. And I was like, all right, good. That means I don't have to know the first time because people get very <laughs> intimidated. Like they should be able to pick up everything. Yeah. And so I went and was in the back and it was this super packed. There were like 60 people in this room and the the mirrors were completely fogged up. They were sweaty because yeah, it was yeah, yeah. so insane. <laughs> and the lights were low. The music was loud. I had no idea what was going on. It was in the back right of this tucked back. And I was like, what? is this? And I rearranged my whole schedule to start going. And it was like, I could, I couldn't get the music out of my head. I couldn't get that feeling out of my head because I just hadn't allowed myself to feel joy. Everything was kind of directed by what should I do? What is the right thing to do instead of like, what do I want to do? It's a powerful question. I freaking love that, especially as it pertains to your health, your wellness, your fitness, right? Like, these are conversations I have all the like on a daily basis with the patients, right? Is like, um, what do you want to do? Like people are like, oh, I need to get my strength training in, or I need to do cardiovascular training. I'm like, or endurance training, or I got to train for this event. I'm like, right. Sure. If you want that, I was like, but do you, do you want it? Or like, do you need to, or like, uh, you know, it's always really interesting. Cause like we, uh, tell our kids all the time to like play, right. Or to mm-hmm. uh, play multiple sports or to, um, get out and like just do an activity, right? And then we get in a, into an adult world, and it turns into like, all right, well, um, I want to, or exp- I need to like uh, take care of my health. So this is the best way I take care of my health. I need to take care of my career. So this is the best way I take care of my career. I need to take care of my family. So this is the best way I take care of my family. 
And nobody ever really stops saying like, do I even really like what I'm doing from a health and wellness perspective? Uh, mm. Talking about uh, specifically right now, like uh, the amount of times I've talked with somebody who's, I'm like, well, why do you run? <laughs> you know, and like, because I'll be there and they'll say, I hate running. I was like, well, you run like 50 miles a week, man. Like, why do you, <laughs> why do you run? <laughs> you know, if you hate it. And he's like, well, well you know, it's just, a, it's, uh, it's the easiest, it's the most convenient. It's, and like, it's just good for my heart health. It's what I was told I needed to do. And so like, um, we were able to like kind of go through and figure out different cardiovascular fitnesses that he actually enjoyed. Cause at the end of the day, man, like if you're not enjoying the, if you're not enjoying what you do, right? Like yeah. your fitness, your exercise, your training modalities, cause exactly what you kind of said early on where you had 30 minutes in the morning to give to yourself, right? Like from five to five thirty, that was your you time. The rest is dedicated to your career and your family. If you're not doing something that you, that you enjoy in those 30 minutes, that's going to, uh, be both beneficial for your health and your spirit, right? Like, th- don't forget about that. Like, that's a big part of like your overall health mm-hmm. and wellness is like your mental health, your spiritual health, all that fun stuff. Um, but if you're not giving to that and you're only doing things because like some guru on the internet or some like coach <laughs> in the background of your mind from high school is telling you that's the some way you Instafluencer. Do- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some Instafluencer. Yeah. Man, like if some like 20 year old that was given a platform is the reason why you're doing your training, <laughs> like, uh, that's probably not the best answer, you know, like get after it, bro. <laughs> yeah, just Get after like the best booty workout. Right. Or like all these different things, like get bigger biceps. Like, uh, it's, it blows my mind. And like, it can be kind of, uh, like, I think the health and wellness community, um, at times can be very, uh, I almost want to say like predatorial, right. Uh, because, and here's the, and here's the Instagram is, uh, social media is powerful. Like it can be a really incredible use of, giving i kind of joked around about giving a 20 year old a platform but how awesome is that that a 20 year old can have a platform right the issue that becomes though like in health and wellness and and if we're going to talk like purely on like science and data right like uh there hasn't been a ton of change in terms of like what we know improves um lean muscle mass versus not lean muscle mass what improves like uh muscle growth what like the foundational pieces of why we do fitness has not changed all that much from what, from our understanding in the literature. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. but to stand out against So in order to stand out, you have to make kind of like crazy claims sometimes, or a Mm -hmm. lot of times, right. You got to catch attention. Attention economy. Yeah. Yeah. You got to grab attention and to grab attention, you got to make a claim. You got to say something that nobody's heard before. And like, well, there might be like a, like a small, like hint of truth behind what somebody's saying. A lot of times it's pretty like, fabricated or not even fabricated, but it can be like toxic in a way where it's like, if you're not doing this and you're not doing things right, right. If you're not doing this and you're doing fitness wrong or top three ways to like, and that just gets incredibly uh, tough to keep up with, especially for busy, motivated uh, parents or not parents, professionals, entrepreneurs, uh, the health and wellness community should be a lot more inclusive. So I love that. You're like, no, what do I want to do? I just want to dance. Like, let's go, let's go dancing. You know, it reminds me of like, Freaking Amy, a quote from Amy Adams and a freaking uh, American Hustle is where my is where my mind first went when you said I just want to dance. Was uh she was talking to who's talking to Bradley Cooper? She's like, okay, baby, let's go dancing, right? Like <laughs> amazing. Um, so then, okay, so you went dancing, you caught yeah. the bug, then what? Caught happened? it. Yeah, yeah. Well, then the pandemic happened, uh, and yep. um, I Did you dance in your offered- living room during the pandemic. Yeah, I totally did. I totally did. It it was like, it was like 
the only thing of sanity at that time. You know, like nothing was sure. I was just melting down. My kids were home. They weren't in school, you know, and my husband had no idea, you know, like none of none of us were just stuck at home. And so the the dancing itself was just was life giving. And um, and because of the pandemic, the format itself, it's a national format, the Rebel Fitness Mm -hmm. Um, Rebel uh, was able to offer their certification for being an instructor. and it went online for the first time. And so I signed up for it anyway, even before that. And then it it did go online. So I was able to get certified. Nice. And uh, yeah, that my it's funny because that year in 2020, I had three, um, three New Year's resolutions. One of them, which was even before I had stumbled on this dance class. But one of my resolutions was to learn a really hard technical choreographed routine. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was it. The rest went to hell for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I always thought about like, you know, I would watch um, So You Think You Can Dance years ago or whatever, whenever it was, uh, it, it had just come back on, but it had been off the air for many years. And I would think, you know, if I was locked in a room for a weekend with a professional, I bet I could learn that, you know? (laughs) And so that was like, you know, like you probably watched that watching Survivor, like I bet I could, you know, like if I was in the right situation, I bet I could do it. We always put ourselves in those reality situations. Like what would I do? And so I always kind of had that in the back of my mind. And so I thought that would be really fun. What, Mm -hmm. What would that look like if I could push my body in a way, um, what could my body do? And I think that is, you know, if my body is capable, what mm-hmm. could I do with it? That would be fun. Yeah. And that I think has been almost like a a beacon of light of, you know, if my body is capable, uh, what could I do with it that I would be, that would be fun, that would bring me joy. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. And then, so is that kind of like the underlying theme? Because I know you have an event coming up. Uh, yeah. for the Atlanta wellness retreat. Is that yeah. kind of like the thought process behind this retreat is like, man, if I just give people the space to think and like an uh, opportunity, like to use their body in a fun way, what could you do? Is that kind of the, or like, is it, uh, or am I way off topic there? No, you're not way off topic, but it's not as physical, but it is, um, what is called is calm in the chaos. And it is a mini Atlanta Beltline retreat. And okay. what that looks like is the first part will be a walk on the Beltline, but it's a Saturday afternoon. And if you've been on the Atlanta Beltline, it's bananas all yeah. the time. And it can be, it can almost be disconcerting. Like it can be, um, uh, it can be irritating. Like you could feel like, ah, oh, the bikes, you know, like there, there are too many scooters and dogs mm-hmm. and whatever. And, you know, sometimes it can take you out of it. And so I'm going to take you through a mindful walk in the busiest time and figure out how you can reconnect with yourself and really enjoy the process without being annoyed. And so yeah. the, the purpose is like to transfer that. But then I had, um, uh, right off the belt line, I had rented a private wellness studio nice. that literally, Jacob, looks like heaven. It's like floor to ceiling white with these like fluffy pillows and all kinds what? of stuff. And so um, just out of Honey, which is my favorite tea company, they're also right on the belt line, is co-sponsoring this event. And so 
the owner and founder of this incredible business, which has her own very cool story, is going to do a tea ceremony Mm -hmm. and then an education on it and how the calming properties of tea, like how to know which tea to help you calm down and really enjoy the experience. So we're going to have that and then a guided meditation and journaling session that's going to be led by me. And because it's led by me, it's not going to be a normal meditation where I use a very soft voice. Like it's not ASMR. We're not getting like a meditative ASMR or anything like that. No, (laughs) no, I, I, uh, I've listened to so many meditations that I'm personally so annoyed by that. I'm like, what kind of meditation would work for me where I'm not taken out of my brain of like, why are you talking like that? Like, you know, (laughs) where, where it is going to be calm and peaceful, but it's going to give you some tools to help you find calm in the chaos. So that way, my hope again, is that you have these practical tools and have this connective experience with other like-minded people that are there that have taken the time to be there that I feel like there are never any accidents with that, that you get to meet these really amazing people you wouldn't have met otherwise and connect with them in a very special, unique event. Yeah. And that's February uh, 18th. February 18th, man. Uh, that sounds incredible. Uh, Thanks. I, I think I could use some guided meditation and journaling right now. That would be, <laughs> you're would welcome. Be yeah. You're welcome to come. Totally. Um, well, Allison, thank you so much. If somebody was listening or if they wanted to learn more about the Late Learner Podcast or the Atlanta Wellness Retreat or just like your background and story in general, uh, like if your message really spoke with someone, what would be some like really cool resources for them to or what would be an easy way for them to be able to uh, get in touch with you? Allisonhair.com is the best. I'm probably from a socials perspective, I'm probably the most active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's Allison with two L's and an I underscore underscore hair. You got to remember nice. the second underscore the second hair underscore. like the rabbit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> hair like the rabbit. Yeah, Allisonhair.com. And then okay. if you want to go to the uh, common the chaos, it's Allisonhair.com forward slash calm. And all of that is on the website. So you can get to anywhere with it. Perfect. Yeah, we'll I would love to hear from your I, I I would love I love what you're up to, Jacob. I love Athletes Potential and Active Atlanta podcast. So would love to hear from any listeners who might be interested in exploring more or even as self-discovery. Awesome. Well, Allison, thank you so much. I know your time is super valuable. So thank you for getting on the show. And I look forward to hearing more about all the great things you're doing for Atlanta. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.